Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand and missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platbaum. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Stopper, Brennan Escott in the 630 Chet Studios, the city's south side. That song with Rocket Man now out. If you're a, a Shaw or telesubscriber, it's now available on video on demand. Um, that song, the first time I heard it, Claire Drake Arena, 1975. I was nine. And they did a remake of that song, and it was Barrows and the Bears. Ross Barrows was the captain. Tom Watt was coaching the University of Toronto Varsity Blues, and Toronto was the definitive powerhouse at that time. And Claire, of course, was coaching the U of A. John Horkoff, Sean Horkoff's father, was a key player on the 75 National Championship Golden Bears team. And I remember them playing that song. And uh, as I watched last night, 
with my family, uh, it was Rocketman was pretty cool. I mean, you know, Elton John is a, a, a very interesting uh, case study. Obviously, a brilliant talent and a guy that. Uh, uh, had to deal some challenges sort of error-related that, frankly, today wouldn't have been as big of a deal. But uh, nonetheless, uh, pretty entertaining uh, flick. Brandon Escott is with us. Brandon, have you, have you seen it yet? I have not. Did you, you saw the Queen, uh, the Queen one, right? Which, by the way, had far more factual uh, inaccuracies in it than uh, Rocketman, from what I could tell. But uh, I actually thought the Queen movie was... The, the movie was better. Mm-hmm. But this was a little bit different style, and I'd suggest to you maybe the story might have been better in terms of Elton John. So pretty interesting stuff, nonetheless. I'd highly recommend it for those of you that, uh, you know, are uh, true uh, Renaissance men and women and uh, love lots of things in life, not just sports, says the biggest sports junkie I've ever met. Well, maybe Jack Cookson might be up there from Pro-Am Sports, too. This is Oilers Now, and Jack Michaels, for that matter. Uh, Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Digitex is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Hugh Porter and the gang at uh, Digitex. uh, Digitex. They've been our title sponsor now for the last five years on Oilers Now. Uh, Coming up on today's edition of the show, we're going to hit on a couple themes. Uh, We didn't have a lot of time yesterday to get to it because we had, for touchback safety, uh, we had the last of our Legend series, and we had Marty McSorley. And uh, we had to get to that interview. But Jim Playfair, uh, the Oilers' assistant coach, was on yesterday's show, and he had some pretty interesting comments. We're going to get to those in the first half hour, maybe shed some little bit more of an insight on uh, on where Playfair is coming from and how we might see things uh, playing out. Uh, a theme for today's show, we're going to bring Jerry Johansson in the studio. We're going to talk a bit about the agency business, uh, how Jerry got a start, how he grew his agency. I think I think Puckpedia is the website that lists the sort of cumulative totals for the various agents in the National Hockey League. Uh, Jerry is, I think, carrying currently the uh, the fifth or sixth highest book in terms of uh, combined salaries of his players. So he's one of the most powerful uh, agents in the entire business. He's well-respected, well-liked. Uh, there's a lot of people that love dealing with them in terms of, with the possible exception these days of the Carolina Hurricanes, who might not be quite as happy after the Sebastian Ajo offer sheet by the Montreal Canadiens. But Jerry Johansson's going to come in the studio. It's a, it's a great story. He's an Edmontonian. Uh, he's a guy that believes in the West. Uh, he believes in the opportunities in places like Edmonton, like Calgary. Uh, it's not all about getting guys into... You know, New York and Los Angeles. And I think and it's a, it's a longer format interview that we're going to do with Jerry. And hopefully one it's a little bit different than some of the stuff we've done in the past. And, uh, you know, if you, if you like hockey and you like the business of hockey, I think you're going to find it a pretty intriguing segment with Jerry Johansson from the Sports Corporation. The Edmonton Oil Kings are into training camp. That's right, training camp. Uh, rookie camps, by the way, next week. We'll find out from Kurt Hill which of his players are going where. I saw Ottawa's uh, list the other day, and Connor McDonald, who was uh, the second-highest-scoring defenseman last year in the Western Hockey League uh, for the Edmonton Oil Kings, he is headed off to uh, Pierre Dorian's rookie camp uh, with the Ottawa Senators. Uh, so and we'll continue. I think the orders, by the way, officially are releasing... Uh, um, 
officially announcing maybe tomorrow. Well, I would think it would be tomorrow because we're going to be in a rookie camp by this time next week. So we'll wait and see on that front. So uh, there you have it. Uh, here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us at any time on a River Creek Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. Uh, tomorrow night, which is Friday night, Sticks at River Cree, tickets at rivercree.com. Lots of great shows. Check it out at rivercreeresort.com. Uh, they bring in a ton of acts. Uh, Janie and her staff out there do a tremendous job. Uh, and it's, you know what, for, again, those of us that uh, love music, and sometimes there's bands that had two or three hits, not everybody's Elton John with like 5% of the marketplace uh, from about 1970 to 1975. So, uh, but there's there's a lot of acts that come in there. You're like, wow, well, you know, hey, I saw the cult out of River Creek, pretty cool event. Saw Joe Rogan. Uh, and I'm not, like, there are some hardcore, there might even be some people that listen to the show right now that are hardcore Joe Rogan fans, and he's got a great podcast and all that. But I was really entertained the night I went out to, uh, uh, you know, the events venue at River Creek to check out Joe Rogan that night. Saw Bill Burr as well. And I am a big Bill Burr fan. Love his bite. Uh, did you know this, Brendan, that Bill Burr at one time was a Boston area on-air uh, radio personality? No, but that would explain why he's so good in front of an audience, wouldn't yeah, it? Yes. Well, <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, there's, you know, have you, how much scene work have you done? Uh, a little bit. I've dabbled a little. Do you get nervous? Not really. Yeah? Not anymore. No? If you asked me a year ago, maybe. Yeah, you, you don't get nervous now? I don't think so. The, it's, we're talking. It's you know? it, it's funny, like, I, I, and I know how many listeners we would have, like, as an example, between September until April or, you know, and then, you know, in playoff years, I know how the listenership goes up, and I know how maybe in the summer it's, but, you know, we have a heck of a lot of people that listen to this show on, mm-hmm. on a daily basis. A lot of people at pod, we would have more podcast listeners most days than some shows that are over there in this town, and... I will I will tell you this that you know it, it's a privilege to do it, but I'm, I'm not nervous doing radio shows because I've done a couple thousand at this stage, right? But maybe I do six to eight or eight to ten sort of public appearances where you're the MC or you're you're doing a uh, a hot stove or something like that. I still get a little bit tweaked being in front of you know 250 300 people. Like, you know, John Sexsmith, who's a good friend of mine, we had him in studio. Uh, it was, it's the best man in my wedding. I mean, he's a guy that probably does twelve to fifteen, and I think he's a little bit more comfortable doing it than I am. But conversely, you know, I know when John when John did the orders pre and post game show, he scripted out a lot of his show, and uh, I think we've seen in time free. So it's people have different strengths, and I mean, Gene Principe is one of the nicest guys you could ever meet. I couldn't do what Gene does in terms of, you know, a host, and assuming that I'd have to lose 30 pounds to do it, which would be part of the issue. But, I mean, if all that said, I mean, there's there's some bigger guys on TV these days. But Gene is such a, a wonderful man and a nice guy, and but I couldn't do that shtick. And I don't know if Gene every day could, you know, I'd have to ask him about it, but I, I know we've talked in the past about the challenges of, of uh, hosting, uh, you know, long format, long uh, talk discussion uh, shows. I mean, it is it is a privilege, and you, so everybody's got their different strengths in that regard. Uh, let's get to it. Uh, yeah, you can also text us at any time on our Heartland Ford text line. Heartland Ford is out in Fort Saskatchewan. Mike Gretzky 
is out now out at Heartland Ford. He's been there about uh, four or five months. Griff Jarvis as well. They're at Heartland Ford and Heartland RV in Fort Saskatchewan. Experience the difference of Heartland RV. By the way, and Heartland Ford. Just going to throw this out there. Just going to let you know right now. Uh, Kirby Doc is, uh, and I'll have to talk to Jerry about this because I'm pretty sure he's one of their guys. Um, he's going to get a long look in Chicago. So for those of you that are in uh, hockey pools, there is a chance... And maybe the folks at the Saskatoon Blades, and I know a couple of guys that are involved in that uh, organization program, uh, I wouldn't be betting on him coming back at the start of the year. I think he's going to get minimum his nine games, and they're going to see, and he might stick. Hawks are looking for a third-line center. You can see it last. So just just throwing that out there. We'll have to do a show on who we think is going to be the best rookie at some point. Does that sound cool? Get that done. I'm into that, yep. You're in a lot. All right, let's head off. Uh, and by the way, you can reach us on Twitter, at Oilers Now. Tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan is at uh, Brendan Escott. Uh, two E's in Brendan and two T's in Escott. All right, to the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. We had Jim Playfair on. He's going to coach the defense and uh, coach the PK. He had this to say on his deployment of his potential uh, pairings on defense. Uh, yeah, we've had a lot of those conversations. In fact, I've talked to the players individually about uh, their games and, and uh, trying to create an identity for each player's individual game and then collectively where they are together. And I think that we're looking for, obviously, it'd be nice to get uh, Chris back on the left side. It'd be nice to have the left-right pairing. Ideally, that's what you want. And, uh, you know, if, if Darnell and uh, and Larson end up together as a, as a shutdown pairing, that's something I think we're going to look at early to see if that works. And, and I think we just got to allow the rest of the group to come in and, and, and play to their strengths and see where they play. It's funny, I went over for supper with Dave last night and my wife, and we were talking about the exciting exhibition season. I said it's probably the first time in 10 years we've been real excited about exhibition games because you can really get a, a look at and try some different things out because there's going to be uh, a lot of, you know, so, so, some positions open on the club this year and so seeing where players play in certain situations is going to be a real benefit to us. All right. Uh, we're in our Oilers Now Audio Vault segment. That's Jim Playfair. So it sounds like it's going to be Nurse and Larson as a shutdown pairing. And then Chris Russell's going to play on the left side. So, Brendan, to me, I would look at it like Chris Russell's going to be playing on the left side, but possibly with Matt Benny. Down on the third pair, which is contrary to what most of Twitter said regarding our tweet about that comment yesterday. Which was what? Which they think that they're going to have Chris Russell on the top line, or the top pairing. I don't see that being the case. That means to me that they want... Oscar Clefbaum is going to be in... The, the top pairing. He's going to be the veteran guy on the left mm-hmm. side, and he's going to play with somebody on the... Uh, that, like, I I should have drilled down and tried to... But I just don't know why everybody's assuming that Chris Russell's going to be in the top pairing. That Like, to me, if, if, if Larson is on the right side and Nurse is going to be on the left side, that's going to be the... That's going to be the hard minutes match, right? And that means that Clefbaum is going to be probably playing against the second best pairing... Uh, second best line... And then maybe Nurse, or sorry, uh, I'm confusing everybody here. Russell and Benning end up, you know, that might be, I put it this way. I think it would be presumptive to suggest that Oscar Clefbaum would be in any third pairing. If we know that Nurse is going to be playing with Larson, and we assume Russell's on the left side and Clefbaum's in the left side, why would you think 
that Russell's going to be in the top pairing. I don't, I don't get it. To me, you should be excited about the fact that that might open the door for a Bouchard or a Caleb Jones, especially with Playfair referencing the fact that those jobs are available. Let's go to that right now. Yeah, you know what? I don't think we have uh, specifically decided who's ahead of who. I, I think we're really trying to, to get the left-right pairing and, and people that are ready to, 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 to win in October. I think that's the big thing, Bob, is we're truly trying to come into this thing with um, that's why the exhibition games are so important and that's why the early part of the schedule is so important for us is to, to figure out who can step in and help us win games. And I think if, if it's Bouchard, if it's Pearson, if it's you know Jones, whoever it happens to be, we're not trying to we're not limiting it right now to the to, to a window of two or three guys are going to try out in the left side and two guys are going to try out in the right side we really want to have it structured where you know if, if if Bouchard's ready to play and he can move pucks and he can fit into the structure we're trying to play uh, and and we can he can help us win games in October that's that's the player that's going to play there and I think that's the good thing about coming into this situation this season is um Nobody's locked into a to a non-negotiable decision back there, and I think that's going to be the competition that's really important. Is going to be implemented real early, and that's you know we got a short three-day window to start camp, and then we get right into it. So, you know, my responsibility is to sit down with each player and give them a little bit of clear direction prior to camp, and then sit down collectively as a group and give them the the structure we want to play with and the areas of the game we want to implement right away and then let the players fight it out and I think you know as being a former player and Dave being a former player coming to a training camp believing there's a spot you can make um, you're told that lots but that isn't always the case and I think in this situation there really is opportunity for you for players to come in and push for jobs and and that's that, that I think that's very exciting how much video did you watch of these guys whoops <laughs> well, he said about 20 games, and then they so they, they sat there and put together a compilation from 20 games and then sat down with the players or sent the video out to the players, et cetera. Um, okay, so Caleb Jones, William Lagason, uh, Evan Bouchard, Ethan Bear, Joel Person. Those are the five guys basically fighting for two spots on the fence as it stands right now. It is 12:22 in Edmonton. This is Oilers now. Uh, Jim Playfair is also going to be coaching the PK, and he had these thoughts on some of the penalty killing personnel. Yeah, I think Granlin, Archibald. There's some guys that have that that been brought in specifically to to help in the third and fourth line roles, and specifically on the penalty kill. And, and I've done a study on five uh, top penalty kills in the National League in all three zones of the rink, and what what attributes do they have consistently amongst them that we can implement to our group? And and talked to a lot of the penalty killers in our group, and, and help them help them understand that we want to uh, come in with again a little bit more confidence in the area of penalty kill, a little bit more swagger and belief, and, and get up in our toes a little bit and see if we can apply some more pressure and and again believe the build the belief that we can uh, we can win that two minute game and then not go in there uh, maybe apprehensive or hoping to win it but going in with a little more authority and a little more belief that you know we can get the job done so that, that's kind of the game plan there as well all right, so that is Jim Playfair. Uh, so you mentioned Granlin and Archibald. I think Jujar Cabra is going to see some time penalty killing. I think Ryan Nugent Hopkins will still see some time penalty killing. It sounds, uh, from previous Dave Tippett comments, that maybe Drysaddle and McDavid's minutes would be cut on the PK. Uh, not sure where we're going to be out with Kyle Brodziak. You know, he was banged up a lot last year. 
And I, I know I mentioned on Twitter yesterday that I felt that the Oilers might need a little bit more coverage at center, and that might be something to watch on a, a potential PTO front moving forward. There aren't a lot of options left. So, uh, you know, a lot of people mentioned Riley Shane as a guy that's uh, played for current Oilers general manager Ken Holland before time will tell. The other thing is, Brendan, do you get the sense with people out there that there's Holland's pragmatic, patient approach and the fact that he hasn't tied up a lot of money and term moving forward with some of these guys, I think is uh, I, I think there's some people out there that are developing a little bit of an appreciation for how he's dealt with things. And Paul Yarvey's scenario is going to be another one. I mean, it's we're obviously headed down a path here where at some either Paul you know Paul Yarvey's sign in Europe um, doesn't look like he's that interested in returning to the organization. Um, he's probably going to get traded at some point. But Holland is doing this on his timeline, and I think that. Uh, you know, yes, were the Edmonton Oilers potentially interested in Derek Broussard? I think they were. But there is an approach here that Ken Holland has had, which is why we said to people on July 1st, don't freak out. You know, things could happen. Three weeks later, we had a trade with Mo- I, And I think that's the biggest thing, which is ironic, because we're going to have Jerry in, and Jerry represents Milan Lucic. But the fact that Milan Lucic got moved for James Neal, uh, a situation that could help out both franchises, I think from that point on, there's been a lot of currency in maybe some of the belief in what Holland can do. Agree or disagree with that sentiment? I would agree with that. Prior to that trade, it was the exact opposite, and people were frustrated. And yeah. then once the trade happened, different story. Yeah, there you go. 12-25, when we come back, we'll get to NHL today. Then we're going to bring uh, Jerry Johansson in from the Sports Corporation. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Jed. All right, it's 1227. Let's get into NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Your clients love the outdoors. Well, guess what? Uh, Fall gear heating up. Elite Promotional Marketing. They got camping chairs and coolers and much, much more. And, Brendan, we need a new read for that. So that's, uh, well, you know what? I'll call uh, I'll call Drew today after the show. There you go. I'm before, sure you'd like that. Before I make it to the dentist's office. But anyhow, uh, what do you got for us? Well, veteran D-man Matt Hunwick will not play the upcoming season because of a neck condition that was bothering him through most of last year as well. The 12-year vet is part of a suddenly deep Sabres back end. Elsewhere, the reverend Ben Lovejoy has called it a career at 35 years old. He went from being an undrafted free agent to playing 11 NHL seasons, winning the Stanley Cup with Pittsburgh in 2016. The Islanders have re-signed restricted free agent forward Anthony Beauvillier to a two-year deal. He had 18 goals, 28 points for the Isles last season, was their first-round pick back in 2015. The NHLPA will reportedly update CBA talks next week. The association has until September 15th to trigger their opt-out clause, which would see the deal expire after the 2020 portion of next year. Uh, The NHL has until Sunday to make the same decision so right now the deal will end after the 2021 season assuming they don't opt out. Finally team AJHL plays Ulun Karpat in the semi-finals of the Junior Club World Championship in Russia. That goes down tomorrow morning Bob. All right, 1228 in Edmonton off to a global news weather traffic update with Kerry McCarthy prominent NHL agent some would call him a super agent based upon the portfolio of players that he has from the sports corporation in studio Jerry Johansson when we return Oilers now with Bob Stoffer weekdays at noon on Oilers radio 6:30 Chad